I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, and one of the many people on planet Earth right now that is less hot than Devin Booker. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I don't know. I could be more hot than him right now. He's- hot as in pissed off. <laughs> all right, today we're going to be talking about the. Uh, this is we're all just going to be talking about the uh, the Mavericks' first game, the season opener against Debacle. the against the Phoenix Suns, and uh, that's all we're going to talk about today. So nothing else, not add anything else. We're, we don't really have a huge agenda. We're just going to go through the game, things that stood out to us. Uh, now we have plenty to talk about. And we have too, way too much to talk about. This could be a really long pod or a really short pod. I'm not really sure how it's going to go. <sighs> All right, Isaac. I think I'm just going to turn you loose here. You got you, okay. you got some no, things I'm, you want to say. What the crap is Wesley Matthews, man? Like, I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> I yeah, mean, now, what is he doing? What is Wesley? Well, let, let's just be okay. There's I have so many talking points, but let's just open it up. For who had the worst game, Wesley Matthews or Dennis Smith Jr.? Man. Dennis, bro. Okay, well, let me just say this too. Luka Doncic is 19 years old and he looked like a vet like he looked like the only vet on the floor. Yeah, besides his like, besides his foul trouble, I think yeah, he had a Yeah, his foul really trouble, nice. but Dennis looks like Dennis literally in this game looked like he just I don't like it looked like his very first game in the NBA. And we built him up so much and he looked I don't know, like, I mean, in the preseason, he looked much more smooth. Like, there was no touch. How many shots around the basket did he just straight up brick? I mean, not just, like, miss, but, like, it's just, he. it looked like he went back to old habits. The shot wasn't falling. The, I mean, he even tried the up and under that we said a thousand times last year. I'm like, yeah. DeAndre Aiden, like, come on, just, like, pinned it. Like, well, if he finished with his left hand, he could have he could have gotten that one. I don't know what to say about Wesley Matthews anymore. I've tried, like, as far as, hey, he's definitely not worth the money for sure. Like, that's there. But it's the, like, hey, this long-lost hope of he is this, like, a great wing defender. And I know, okay, we'll talk about Devin Booker in a little bit. But, like, I know Devin Booker is a top 10 scorer in the league probably. But first game of the season – like, even first quarter, it looked rough. And it, it just wasn't – the whole team defense was just everywhere. And it was awful. Team defense was oh. probably my worst thing. Worse than the shooting, worse than everything. Like, team defense to me was – like, I don't, I'm not sure that we can ex- – we should have expected this team to be at least even decent on defense if they're going to try to commit to switching and not – really know how to play with each other like like does dennis and dennis and west don't even really seem like they knew like they weren't on the same page defensively how to play basketball and, and they, on the same page sure. defensively and they played on the same team last year for the entire season and then you have dorian finney smith who's essentially a new player he's only played like 21 games with with dennis smith jr and so you're bringing him new onto the team Doncic, jordan like you're trying all this and you're, then you're trying to switch and that 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 takes a lot of communication. That takes a lot of you know going back and forth. And I don't know. I just, this team was not going to be good defensively. Uh, and some of the some of the Booker stuff, like you just can't defend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was some. No, no, there no. Was some I'm counting that fourth when, quarter by Booker. Like, I mean, come on. There are some times when Wes was isoed on him, and just there's really nothing you could do. It's just the NBA. You get a small screen from Aiton, and then. You know, like Booker turns a corner and then he hits a three. Like the next thing you know, that the ball is going into the hoop. <laughs> like you can't yeah. do anything about that. Or like these step backs, crazy stuff. That one of the last plays of the game. I wish Devin Booker would have just launched. Dwight Powell was switched onto him. He was at the top of the key, and Devin Booker was like at thirty-five feet or something stupid. I wish he would have just taken that shot, just like launched. He would have broke everything. <laughs> Yeah, there's only a couple of guys in the league that could guard Devin Booker tonight. I mean, you're looking at like Kawhi, and yeah, I mean the list outside of that's very short. But but no, still, it's just if you were in the camp, 
or in a camp of some type of factor of that this team for some reason didn't need Harrison Barnes, yeah. then this this game is a proof of it. And if if Luca's not on the floor and Dennis is playing uh, that way like he did tonight, then you're like, man. Like I texted Nick at one point, I'm like they need Harrison in there right now just to go get a bucket, just to like yeah. calm him down. Like, like they they just needed him so bad. It's what Dirk has been for the team. As hey, like everything's just crazy and nothing's working. So you just get him the ball and say, hey, we just need a basket. We need something to like calm us down some, and keep us and going. It, Yes, and they desperately needed Harrison uh, to play that role tonight. And so there is when the other team has Ryan Anderson, <laughs> Ryan Anderson. Okay, the Rockets couldn't even like people were saying they couldn't even trade this guy. Okay, when they are when another team is starting Ryan Anderson, <laughs> and you can't exploit that like. And this is my thing with with Dodo. Like I'm, there's the hype chain with Jordan Finney Smith, and like, okay, I get some of it, but like when you when they can hide Ryan Anderson on Dorian Finney Smith on the defensive side of that, when the Mavs had the ball, there's a problem. Like that that you like, there's the difference of Harrison Barnes and Dorian Finney Smith. Ryan Anderson would have been having to try to guard, uh, you know, Harrison Barnes or somebody out there. So if they're going to commit to Ryan Anderson starting, but but Finney Smith starts, so they just put Ryan Anderson on him, and there you go. Like it make they make it work. Like how many teams in the league could not exploit Ryan Anderson? Like we're probably, tonight we're probably one of the only few teams. Like that's the thing that that's the huge difference of saying, well, how much of a difference would Harrison Martin? Well, they wouldn't even be able to play Ryan Anderson tonight. I mean. I don't even know who he would have guarded. Like he couldn't even Wes. He couldn't keep up with Wes. Still, like, yeah. You wonder. You wonder why they just like they can't. You know, do some some like like if Dorian Finney Smith had set a pick for Luca, you know, or set a pick for Dennis, and try to get try to get Ryan Anderson to switch onto some of these guys and just exploit him in that way. We see it over and over again. We saw it on the other on the other end of the floor. We saw you know Dwight Powell get switched onto guys. We saw you know. Uh, DeAndre Jordan a couple times gets switched on to guys. We see them do that on the other side. We see, well, we see uh, in a, in the in an inverse. <laughs> we, we saw Jalen Brunson get switched on to Aiton. Dennis gets switched on to Aiton. West gets switched on to Aiton. This is what the NBA is now. You try to exploit these matchups, and that's why you want all these guys that are, you know, six six to six nine that can you know be rangy and have these long arms that can do a lot of different things because the NBA just exploits all these switches, and the Mavs didn't do that at all tonight like at no. all you have Devin Booker and Ryan Anderson those are two of yeah. the worst defenders in the NBA <laughs> yeah now the the difference in the game I think up until Devin Booker's surge at the end was the three-point shooting it, you know if the three-point shooting goes differently let's say that at halftime if the Mavs hit a couple more and Phoenix misses a couple more then the game is completely different the Mavs shot what did they shoot? Isaac's raising his hand. I'm going to look at and see what the Mavs shot. The Mavs shot, they finished 30%. 10 of 33 from 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 three. And the Suns hit 19 of 34. They're 56% from beyond the arc. Hey, teacher, I have a question. <laughs> Speak now. <laughs> hey, uh, excuse me, teacher. Who's the best three-point shooter on the Mavericks? Gosh, uh, I thought Ryan freaking broke off. He shot. He hit the first three of the freaking game and, and exited the game and never saw the court again. <laughs> he shoots fifty percent from three. When you suck from three, like put the guy in. Like I don't. I don't know why. Why did he never play again? He didn't never play again. I didn't even he, think about that. He hit that. the first three for the Mavericks and he never many, saw he, the court. He finished again. with four minutes and he hit three points. Why? Like I, he was I one of three. From three, I guess. I don't know. He, he didn't oh, ever play good. He hit the I just, three. He didn't play. I, I just I oh didn't get gosh. that. That there was some rotation things that you know I know it's the first game, but I, I, there was some rotation. Yeah, yeah. Things. let's I, let's DeAndre, get in, let's get like, in the rotation. Let's let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's get in the rotation because I have I wrote down like every single lineup that played tonight, and I really want to get into that. So uh, when we come back, talk about the rotation. So with the rotations. 
Devin Harris was the first one to come into the game, and he was the first sub off the bench. It wasn't JJ. It wasn't Maxie or Dwight. It, you know, it was Devin Harris. And when Devin Harris left the game with an injury, he finished only playing like six minutes. That was another weird thing about Brokoff not playing again. Devin Harris didn't play again. Like, wh- <laughs> like where are you getting shooting if you're – Getting rid of, of Devin Harris. Hey, you know where you're getting shooting? Dorian Finney-Smith. And, and Ryan Brokoff. Dorian Finney-Smith was really good tonight. But, uh, so Devin Harris goes out. Devin Harris was the first one to come into the game. And, and Carlisle seems, he's really, really, he seems really rigid on playing these lineups where he just kind of, he plays one squad and then another squad. This, is, this team almost has two different squads on it. And whichever squad is playing better, he's just going to stick with that squad, it feels like. Yeah. It did. You know, that was, they brought him in and he only played six minutes before he tweaked his hamstring. Yeah. And that was tough. You know, that's tough. That's a tough loss if he's out for a while. Yeah. So, like, people, one of the questions we've got over Twitter and on the podcast is what's Brunson's role going to be? Yeah. And we've constantly said on the podcast, he's the third point guard. But basically, he's just going to play whenever Devin and JJ's either resting or hurt. Well, it took um, six minutes for one of them to be hurt. <laughs> and uh, so, therefore, Jalen Brunson is playing. What do they do if J- JJ goes out now? What do they, even, what do, they do? Daryl Macon. All of a sudden, this team two years ago that had like a thousand guards now has four guards. Yeah. So, like, I mean. Like they have to. I mean, you played Brokoff at hope. hope and you have Salah Mejri didn't even see a minute tonight. <laughs> Did he even dress? Mm, I don't know. Ray Spalding got in the game though. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Um, <laughs> he got some garbage time. Yeah, Brunson. The, the role. The question about Brunson. Uh, Nineteen minutes tonight for him, and he had some decent moments, but he. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's getting pushed into a role. I don't. I'm not sure he's ready for it. And of course, it was game one as ESPN. Game. I thought he played fine. I don't have an issue with Brunson. I thought Brunson and Dwight played a decent game off the bench. I don't. I Brunson's a very very smart player. It, it made him look stupid a few times because he got switched on freaking DeAndre Ayton oh, underneath yeah. the goal. Like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's just getting pummeled <laughs> down there. But set the biggest person on in the building against Jalen Brunson, six foot. You have like that. flashbacks of these like of the the hamster lineup of whenever you know he's throwing JJ and Brunson out there and you're like oh crap here we go again. Oh, we but had, we had a hamster lineup tonight. Did we? Did Dennis play with them? Yeah, it was Dennis. Oh, I'll see if I can find it. Brunson and JJ, really? Yeah. Oh gosh, that played tonight. I didn't even notice that. I mean, Maxi came in. Maxi hit he hit two threes. Which I don't are these st- I'm looking at NBA.com stats and are these right? Because this says he was two for two on three, and I feel like I remember him missing a three. But I could be wrong though. Um Yeah, we also had we had a bunch of uh JJ with Brunson and Luca as the three playmakers with uh with Dwight and Maxi. So we we talked about even before um Luca being that playmaker with that that group, trying to you know replace that Yogi Ferrell role in that second unit, um, and Carlisle did did do that a lot. Um, it's interesting. Also, man, I don't know. <laughs> I have so many thoughts, so many random thoughts about this game. I can't even like. Put I want to bring together. up something. Go ahead. Kevin Pelton tweeted out something, and he tweeted out and he said. The Mavericks are shooting three. This is during the game. The Mavericks are shooting three of 18 on threes tonight. Yeah. After the Sixers shot five of 26 yesterday. Certainly consistent with the idea that those teams don't have their legs after traveling to China. Yeah. It seems like a long time since the Mavericks came back from China because we've been waiting on this game. We've been sitting here waiting, but... Honestly, I really think that did have something to do with it. I mean, defend- well, we see every Warriors last year. The yeah. Warriors looked. I mean, you see it every year, and I want to. I want to save that to the end because I want the end of the podcast to be positive and like looking forward and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I'm just getting my feelings out right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. They did. They looked slow. I I think they looked yeah. slow at least. Def- you know, defending for sure, and then um, even like I mean, the they- fast breaks kind of seem slow, and you know, it's just. I don't know. 
They gave it 37 points in the first quarter. That, yeah, that's, that's you can't. Good. I mean, you just can't give that up. And that was uh, that was just the start of everything. And let's give some praise to the Suns real quick. Yeah. First off, Josh Jackson. Yeah, he's I, looking good. Devin Booker is the story like of the night for sure because he's a great player. But Josh Jackson, big time improvement. I mean, I know it's one game, but if this is what you're going to get this year, what a step that he's taken from last year to this year. The dude could, I mean. Every player in the NBA right now needs to go get a haircut. Get rid of all of your hair because we've seen Josh Jackson cut off all his hair and score 18 points. And we saw Alfred Payton cut off all his hair, and he had a triple-double tonight. Against hey, Jared the- Allen's been playing good. What if he cut his off? Jared Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jared he Allen. Would be. <laughs> MVP. Everyone just needs to cut their hair. Everybody, get rid of your big hair. That but, that story that, that Dave Pash told on the on the ESPN broadcast. Did you hear it? No, I, I watched you, the. Okay, Fox. you're watching. So, so I think a lot of people watch the Fox Sports Southwest, but I was watching the ESPN one because it was a better feed for me. And he's Dave Pash he's told the story that Josh Jackson during the summer it was 110 degrees in Arizona. He. he Josh Jackson used to have like like big fro, this you know, like huge hair, and Josh Jackson said during the summer it was so hot that he put his hand on top of his head and touched his hair, and he burned his hand on his hair. What in the world? <laughs> and that's why he cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked, um, <laughs> and he came off the bench. So yeah, you wonder. They, I wonder if so, if sometimes that has something to do with it. He seems like extra motivated. So the sun started Isaiah Canaan. It's not yeah, Canaan. Apparently, it's not Canaan. Uh, Devin Booker, Ariza, Ryan Anderson, and DeAndre Ayton, and it brought TJ Warren and Josh Jackson off the bench. And man, Josh Jackson finished with 18 points, seven of lettering and shooting, three of four from three. Like he just played a. I, I and he guarded Dennis for a lot of the game. And or at least like he yeah, like he, he took did. that role. So like when they in the fourth quarter they went when it got when the Mavs cut it to like four points and it got you know fairly close. You like oh here here it comes, you know they started running Devin Booker in the James Harden role and saying hey he's gonna be our point guard and they had him out there. They had Josh Jackson out there and when you have Booker at point guard, it's like we've you talked about you know a thousand times or our biggest worry with uh, James Harden not having Patrick Beverly or something like that. Like you need to have a, a guy next to him that can defend. And if Josh Jackson can, I didn't know Josh Jackson could guard ones like that. And I'm not saying Dennis, you know, it's not like he's having a crazy night, but the fact that he guarded Dennis and guarded him pretty well, that's huge for Phoenix. Massive. Like if he can, so if big. he can be the, the like their defensive guy next that, to Booker that can guard one through threes, Oh man! Even fours, he can guard a lot of fours in this yeah. league. That's that's big time. And you know him and Dennis exchanged words there for a little bit. And um, but but yeah, huge props to Josh Jackson and DeAndre Ayton. Let us say like we we talked. We obviously did a player preview on DeAndre Ayton headed to the draft, headed to the draft lottery. Yeah. If the Mavericks, you know, whatever, wherever they finished, and it's kind of weird because the the thoughts on Ayton kind of it's like they flip like it started off all about him and then people started digging all the analytics all of a sudden yeah, and then it all, turn- people always turn on prospects at, at a certain yeah, point they- in the draft i wish we could we could pinpoint exactly what month it is because it seems like there's a certain month after a player be, you know comes into the spotlight that people all turn on him it's like the third month there's you know fourth month or something where they're just like uh but and, what about and, and i had him i had him one on my board for a long time like you know, like uh, Nick was on had Luca at his uh, number one on his board before I did, and I had Aiden. I had Aiden and Luca like that, and then eventually when I started watching more and more tape of Luca, and I talked to some people with Maverick stuff, and I knew that Mavericks liked him so much, and I was like, okay, well I need. He didn't to. trust me, guys. <laughs> I, I I end up switching that, but I was still believer in Aiden. But I we, I think, I, yeah, good. No, I was just gonna say, and I said this before, like. Before we hit record, there are a lot of draft quote air quote experts that turned on Aiden and were like, Jan Jackson Jr., all these people, DeAndre Aiden, I don't even know if he's top 10. I don't even know if he's, he's not, he's not even the best man. Wendell Carter Jr., give me him over DeAndre Aiden. Like, it just got out of hand heading into the draft. And it was like, 
people just thought he was just going to be like, there were a lot of draft people that I was seeing on Twitter and everything of like, what is he even good at? Like, what is it? What's even his like an elite yeah, that's skill? A, that's a dumb, that's a dumb. And thing I'm like, say. bro, come on. Like, and just watching his preseason and even this first game, get out of here. This dude's going to be a monster. And I mean, he, he already, I mean, he put up 18 points, uh, what? 10 rebounds, 10 boards, six assists, <laughs> six assists, the block. And, I mean, he gave DeAndre Jordan some problems because he hit some jumpers, and that that's pulling like he oof. he takes over that entire mid range section, like yeah. like from twenty feet and in. He is just so hard to guard in there. Now, I was somebody that had DeAndre Ayton low on my draft board coming coming in. I'm not sure if I would want to, you know, build my team around him. And Dennis, that was kind of where I where I was. I'm, I'm still not sure if I would want to build my team around around DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I just don't know defensively. Unless you have a guy like Jackson, unless you have you know a, you know Ariza, unless you have guys like that around him, I'm just not sure how effective he's going to be long term. You know, we're talking about one yeah. game against the, the the Suns put him in, put Ayton in a lot of positions to succeed tonight, and he did, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Scored exactly when he was supposed to, made the right plays, did all. The, I think he did all the right things tonight. Um, but long long term, I still have my doubts about him. I still I still would take Luca over Ayton for sure. Oh yeah, oh I would definitely but, take Luca over him. I'm just he's not. Yeah, I don't, he's not going to be a bust. He so he he's on the elbows or he's on like the wings in the mid range, and you have to either face guard him because he can drive right because he can take that those jumpers and hit those jumpers very well and easily, or he if you give him some space he's going to take the jumpers, or you face guard him and get real close to him and he's going to drive by most of your bigs because he's really good with the ball and he can you know get in there and drive, and then if he do any kind of action for him and try to get him to switch onto anybody else he's going to score over every single player that's smaller than him i think just, yeah. just every single player he just gets so tall his his long arms and he just puts it right over the top of you and you just can't defend that and he's uh, he's already got the body man like he yes. already looks yeah, yeah, like yeah. a mini a mini advantage. david robinson um and then Which, small shout out to go ahead give your shout out i got something to say I was saying a small shout out to Trevor Reza on the Mavs Killer team. He joins DJ Augustine, Rodney Hood, and <laughs> CJ Miles. Congratulations to him for joining the Hall of Mavs Killers. <laughs> and I mean, six man is is Peters, but anyway, I will not sit idly by and allow uh-huh. Mark Jackson of all people to fat shame Luca in the middle of a national broadcast game. Are you, did he really? I will not sit here and allow Mark oh, Jackson of God. all people, of all people to come against Luca and say, you know what? Uh, uh, I, I like, I like this kid, but you know what? I think I would like to see him more toned. What is that comment from Mark Jackson of all people? Like, Mark Jackson has the exact same kind of face that Luca has in, when, he I mean, was in, yeah. when he was in the league. He does have round face syndrome. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, okay, I'm not going to say Luca is like, hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something, like in <laughs> contests, but, you know, it's not people are over, overblowing that a lot. <laughs> I just thought Too of much. all people that would want to talk about his conditioning. It's Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson had some really weird ones today. He. Oh, I bet he did. He is. I don't know. <laughs> not good. <laughs> no, uh, he's not. Him and Reggie just need to like. Oh, they kill me. I don't know. I, you know who I enjoy? Chris Webber. I Chris Webber is fine. I yeah. I enjoy Chris Webber. I thought I he was good. Chris. Marv was not good the other night. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy's kind of getting uh, the uh, get off my lawn type. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't mind it too. I like Hopefully it. I like Stan it. can come in and be better. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Um, so all right, plus let's, my, let, let's take a break. And uh, we didn't really talk about the rotation at all, did we? <laughs> all right. Well, you started on that. Devin was the first player, and we never got past it. And that. then we never got past it. So uh, I guess let's hit a little. I guess we kind of talked about the rotation. Uh, when we come back, more on this game. Let's just go player by player and kind of how our feelings and thoughts are yeah. on each player. And uh, and we we want to hear all your feedback too. So at Locked On Mavs, at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L Harris. I took a uh, I took a poll of overreactions from the uh, <laughs> the Raccoon Squad during yeah. halftime, and there was a lot. So we really appreciate that. And they were all over the place. So all right, let's take a break. And when we come back, more talk about the Mavs. 
All right, Isaac. Um, let's just go player by player. We talked about Wes already. Uh, we kind of hit Dennis Smith Jr. already. Um, Luka Doncic. How are you feeling about Luka Doncic in full? Uh, he started off the game super well. It just seemed yeah. like they were going to run everything through him. It seemed like you know he was the guy making plays. And then just after he got those fouls, it seemed like it totally threw him off his rhythm. I think he started with, in the first seven minutes, he had six points, two boards, three assists. He finished with... 10, 8, and 4. So he got a bunch more rebounds after that, but he only scored four more points, and he only had one more assist. So he just really wasn't part. It didn't really seem like he was in the game. And in that second unit, he just doesn't really seem like he knows what he's doing or, or knows how to fit in that group yet with Brunson and, and JJ or you know whoever else he was out there with. The first quarter is when I wrote down the note of saying, Luca looks like the longest tenured vet out there. Yeah. And it, like... Because that's when Dennis was like just clanking shots. Like when we, if you didn't get to see the see the game, and when we're talking about like Dennis missing shots, he wasn't just missing shots; he was missing the rim. Like <laughs> there were shots just hitting back. Yeah, there's different sounds when a ball hits a rim, and like when Dennis hit <laughs> Dennis like hit there, it was like Brant. you know, it just it didn't yeah. make like the clang or the thud. It's like a brant. <laughs> And there were a couple, like, point-blank layups. Even one at the end of the first half, maybe. I think it was first half or end of the third quarter to where he, like, pumped fake Aiton, and he went over him, and it was literally just a point-blank layup, and he just, like, just missed it. Um, but anyway, back to Luka. Luka played so smooth that first quarter. You're like, yeah. oh, man. Like, oh, Luka Doncic. Like, um, just the just him getting the ball. He has that just we've, – we've said this a thousand times, but, like, he has that – that – um, acceleration that you just don't the little quickness that you, oh yeah the you change see it, of speeds yeah the change of speeds that just catches players off guard and you you see that in the game and they start off the game they put a reason on him and uh, reason you know did decently job decent job on him and stuff but he it's it's the I think the fouls just threw him off you could tell he was frustrated by him he was you know, not really arguing yeah. but like questioning to the refs of like come on like really that you're gonna call that he threw it off he got two in the first quarter so then they had to take him out so that probably threw off rotations a little bit and you know they didn't it felt like it felt like I mean as a fan it felt like he, he sat forever and then finally he came did. back to towards the end of the second quarter and so like yeah the I think the foul stuff threw him off and I mean, just the team. Like, I mean, we talked about it. They just looked at times. It looked like they were just reeling. Like, they just couldn't find anything to just stabilize them. It was just defense. Like, on one end, it was defense, and they were just running. They couldn't catch up to people, and Phoenix was just draining threes left and right. And then they would get the ball, and it was just like either a dumb shot or they would just they just couldn't get something going, like, smooth. And But Luca, man, the, the pick and roll with DeAndre, that, more, that's always going to be there. More of that. Yeah. That that's always going to be it. He had a he had a good uh, move where he came you know he came around. He did the behind the back pass to a rolling DeAndre and DeAndre threw it in. Um, yeah, I mean the the big thing for Luca is I mean you look at it tonight. He was a minus eighteen. He only had ten points. He didn't hit a three pointer. Yeah, he's over five. Now let me say this: the other night against the Hornets, I got a text from somebody. Uh, that's very well connected to the Mavericks and said, "Is are you worried?" Uh, that's when Lucas shot ten threes and you know he had a decent amount of them. I can't remember. He said, "Are you He's worried?" <laughs> He's are you uh, are you worried that Luca can't get past anybody? Um, for like, are you worried that it's not happening a lot? Is it like is he settling for threes because yeah. of that? And it started you know it started a conversation. And it makes you think you know and you look at games like this. If Lucas not hitting threes, can he score? at a high rate right now. And he didn't hit any threes tonight. He had 10 points, whatever you want to attribute to. I mean, he got a shot. So he was second yeah, on the team. Isaac, if, if he hits all of those threes, he scored 25 points. <laughs> he shot, he shot the ball 16 times. He was five, five for 16, but you know, he just looked kind of sluggish and it was first game and he didn't really look, but I say sluggish, but I think it's sluggish more than nervous. He didn't look like nervous, and he shouldn't. I mean, we we talked to him whenever the podcast back at Media Day, and we had you know he the couple minutes that we had the audio on the podcast, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, are you nervous for your first game?" And he said, "No, not really. Like 
just another game. Like he's been doing this for a long time. So like the nerves isn't like there. Like it, he didn't look nervous. Dennis looked way nervous, more nervous than yeah, he, did. he did. Wesley Matthews looked way more nervous than he did. Uh, but but no, it, he it just he just looked sluggish with it. Yeah, and you wonder honestly. I mean, the conditioning thing coming up again. You wonder just towards the end of the game uh, with you know Carlos sitting in for that long, how much that played into a factor. Um, I don't know. The fouls and the conditioning, I think, both really changed, like, did not help his momentum at all. Wow. Uh, the How leading- many games this year will DeAndre Jordan have a double double? Over under all 78. <laughs> Over under all yeah. of them. I know. That, that, I mean, will there be a game where he has he does not have a double double? Uh, yeah, there will be, there'll be games he doesn't get the points. Yeah, he's getting the rebounds. I'm t- this this guy's gonna get all the rebounds. Yeah, all of them. Um, the leading scorer for the Mavericks tonight was Dwight Powell with 16 points, five boards. Okay, this is a classic. We need to think of a name for this. This is a classic. If Dwight Powell's leading your team in scoring. <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> Something is wrong. Something, Something went, went horrible, wrong. Horribly wrong. We, we we have to coin a term for this because we just talked about this the other day about going back to last year when people were saying, "Oh well, look, Yogi played so many minutes at the two. He can be your two guard." Yeah. I'm like, well, that's when we won thirty games. Uh, if Yogi Ferrell is your two guard, we have to coin this with some title. We just I just don't know what to call it. That's yeah, that's a good one. Uh, so shout out to Dwight for the good game. But yeah. if Dwight Powell's your leading scorer, then you know something went wrong. Tweet us if you have any if any of you grammar vocabulary nerds have any words to use for that because I can't think of any off the top of my head. I want to say colloquialism, but that's just because that's the biggest word I can think of. We're we're gonna think of something. Um, this is I want to say I want to use Andy Dalton somehow, but I can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> if Andy Dalton is leading the NFL, in, <laughs> something went wrong with the league. <laughs> Um, I'll think of something for it. Man, uh, the Mavericks, I, I've been keeping track, of, and I've been trying to pay attention as much as possible, of any time the Mavericks had great ball movement. I always try to see, I always try to note, like, okay, great ball movement at, and then I put whatever time the play was. How many timestamps did How you How many have times on? do you think I wrote that down tonight in my notes? Four. Once. <laughs> <laughs> now, this could be I'm not paying attention, like, super paying attention all the time and trying to do multiple things, but... Uh, yeah, one time I noticed they had really good ball movement where everybody touched the ball and it spun around. It was a play in the second quarter, beginning of the second quarter with the, with the bench unit out there. Um, yeah, or uh, no, it was the, star- the starters. It was the starters out there because it was the beginning of the second. Uh, yeah, so it was one one time with great ball movement. What did you think? What did you think of Finney Smith? Finney Smith. Thought, You're obviously higher on him than I am. I thought he was but. good. I thought he had some good moments on Devin. Uh, he's not like a dominating defender. He's a why good, didn't why didn't they try him more on Booker though? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, something obviously wasn't working. Did, you wonder <laughs> if you you wonder if you get into a timeout or something, and Carlisle looks at West, and he has the autonomy with West to be like, "How how are you feeling on Booker?" You know what I mean? He just, just straight up asks him that, and Wes is like, "I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I'm the because Wes is that guy that's going to be like, I am. Yeah. I pride myself on defense. I'm going to be the one to take Devin Booker. You wonder if if that's what happened in you know the timeout, and you come back, and the Devin Booker just torches you, just absolutely torches you. Um, maybe that that was the only reason I can think of that they wouldn't at least try it. Um, yeah. But there was a couple plays where where, De- where Dorian Finney-Smith was guarding Devin Booker even late. Um, and it still got him off a screen or you know, somehow they separated. had him guarding Ryan Anderson. Okay. And okay. Like, this is, you got real triggered when this happened. I got, I got very mad at it because here's the thing. Don't praise a guy for being such a lockdown defender, quote unquote blanket defender. When you lock down Ryan Anderson <laughs> and like, I love harping them to death, but like he he did like lock down Ryan Anderson one time. Like Ryan Anderson tried to do this like <laughs> step back and dribble, and he like blocked his shot. Kind of like whoa, look at that defense right there. That was a blanket defense right there. I'm like, okay, te- yes, by the term, yes, it was. But let's you know, let's let's see him do that against like okay. Anyway, 
They had him guarding Ryan Anderson and not Luca. They had Luca guarding like Ariza. So um, Dorian hit two out of his five threes, which was great. That's, he that, started off over two, scared me. I'm like, oh, crap, here we go. Yeah, but he I ended know. up hitting two more. So Yeah, he was two of three after that. Uh, and he had a nice play where he was in the corner, and then he pumped and drove into the lane and got a layup. That's 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 the little things you want a guy like that to be able to do because once he's, once they start respecting the three, then you can do things like that. We mentioned it with Maxi in the preseason. If Dorian Finney-Smith can add that to his game, that's massive. That's really, really big for him. Yeah. Uh, he finished with 12 points, three boards, an assist, and three blocks. Um, minus sixteen for the game, but uh, the only well, po- the only positive. Actually, there was nobody positive, but there was one person that was not negative. See, are you looking at NBA dot com? Yeah, because uh, they have JJ as a plus two, but oh, they do have it. They do have JJ as a plus two. The only positive JJ Barea and the only ten assist. He had ten assists, nine points, uh, three boards. He played some ISO ball tonight, which is what he does. But for as much as the Mavericks were preaching ball movement, he was not moving the ball. <laughs> yeah. He was playing J.J. ball, which is... I, don't I feel know. like everything went out the window tonight. It I really mean, did seem like that. It's just it's like they got flustered really early, and it was just like game plan went out. And it was like, okay. like Not saying they isolated out all the time, but it's like Dennis just... He didn't look the same from the preseason. Just everything. I don't know. It just looked weird. He tried to post Josh Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Jackson, six we might foot have, nine. We might have a, texted about that. With a six foot ten wingspan, and Dennis gets stuck in the post, and you're like, all right, this is a good time for you to survey the field, pass out of this situation because Josh Jackson is much bigger than you, has much longer arms than you do. He is going to block anything that you try to put up unless you jump back three feet. And he tried a floater and did not make it. Oh, if we man. ever have one, a raccoon squad slack. One of our <laughs> one of our listeners uh, t- you know, said, man, Dennis needs a floater game so bad. And he's never going to have it. I don't know. I can't remember who tweeted this out. Uh, I think it was our guy, Scott from India. Um, but he was like, man, De- Dennis needs a floater game so bad. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. It just doesn't seem like he improved his floater game over the summer. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, he tried it a few times and, um, it didn't go in, but uh, <laughs> Luca. I know. I remember Luca trying to float her one time. It was short, also. But let's transition to positivity real quick. Um, uh, I was. We were gonna do. I was gonna do one more negative thing. Uh, I thought you was gonna say, um, it's over. Well, we had a listener. We had a listener, Kevin Bowie, um, tweet us the serious question for you and Nick: uh, How much of the Suns' three-point percentage is just one of those nights, and how much is? Uh, deficient perimeter D by the Mavs. I know we weren't expecting to be the Jazz on defense, but it seemed pretty rough tonight. So from the defensive side, how much do you think it was, well, the Suns are just shooting the lights out? Was it more defense or more shooting? Yeah, yeah. More defense. I I think it was more on the defense. Because they were open. They were wide open threes a lot of these. TJ Warren was open a bunch. Josh Jackson was open a bunch. Ariza. I want to see, yeah, I, I would like to see the advanced stats on this of these uh, open threes yeah. and, and all that stuff because it just seemed like they had so Our reason was five yeah. of nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just seemed like they shot 19 and 34 from three. Um, so that's 55%, basically 56% <laughs> from three as a team. Um, but, yeah. Now, listen, the Booker threes towards the end, like that's just because he's great. Yeah, those are nuts. He, he's a good player. He was six um, of ten. But the Trevor Reza, Josh Jackson threes, even the TJ one, like those, a lot of those threes were just wide open. So will that continue for the Suns? We don't know. Is the Josh Jackson three-point shooter, hey, I'm going to be in three-point contest in Charlotte guy? Like is that like a whole, like is that him now? We don't know. It could be. Trevor Reza, it's like he can shoot. Like we know he can shoot. Um, but no, I mean – I think it was more defense than the shooting. And that's not discrediting the sun. They could keep this up, but they had a lot of wide open threes. Yeah, part of it I do think was one of those nights. They they hit they hit all their attempts. You know, like they hit just a ton of they hit more attempts than they didn't. Uh the the ESPN broadcast also had a stat that TJ Warren hit uh a certain number of threes last year that was not very high and he had three tonight. How many threes do you think TJ Warren hit last year? Oh gosh! He played two thousand one hundred forty-two minutes. He played sixty-five games. How many threes do you think he hit? Twelve. Twenty. <laughs> twenty. Twenty threes all last year. He shot twenty-two percent. He That's tempted weird. ninety. 
He got uh, buckets too. And he yeah, he's he's just this mid-range guy and he didn't hit any threes last year and he hit three tonight. So I like his cornrows too. They're they're nice. He looked he, he me he looks like one of the Harrison brothers, like one of the Harrison twins. Oh stop it. Get out of here. Don't like in don't the face. Speak that blasphemy on him. No, it's he looks like them. <laughs> Doesn't he look like he could be the older Harrison brother? Look at his face. Uh yeah, sure, he could be their uncle. Or like their younger brother that's that's <laughs> taller than them. <laughs> oh, uh, let's speak some positivity all right, real let's, quick. Let's let's do this last section. We're going to be all positive. Listen, it's first game. Okay, um, that's the first this- thing you're going to say is an excuse. The first we're going to go into positives, and the first thing you give is an excuse for this team that it's the first. Let's do something concrete. I'm getting there. Give me time, Nick. <laughs> Don't watch your dang Lakers. Um, oh, they're going to be awful tomorrow. I can feel it. And I'm just going to get all these tweets. Stop. I can LeBron's feel it. go out and drop like 52 and everybody's going to die and say they're in When's the, the last time LeBron had 52? Gosh, can't even remember. No. Um, listen, they're missing their leading score in Harrison Barnes. And Harrison will make a huge difference for this team. Now, am I going to say the first game he plays, they're going to win by 20? No, I'm not saying that. But just the flow of their offense, there was just so many times I can't say this enough there's so many times they just they needed somebody to just get the ball to and say get me a bucket yeah and there's a lot of people i texted nick uh, out of sarcasm on this <laughs> and said what about dennis as leading score of the team yeah um, <laughs> um i still say I mean, here's only Barnes, three points off he scored 13 no, yeah, 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 yeah. 16 <laughs> and listen i if you said isaac is this dennis smith jr's worst game of the season Ooh. and i'd say very well could be. And you tell if you tell me at the end of the season this was I'd be I wouldn't be shocked because it it was a very bad game. And I guarantee you he's sitting on the plane right now and flying back to Dallas and he's pissed off. I guarantee you that because he he's wow, he si- because he's sitting on the plane right now and he's spamming some Fortnite guys. <laughs> Just like, he's Stop taking it. that new what's that new uh, rocket bike? He's taking that new rocket bike and destroying a whole bunch of building okay. uh, build fights right now. He's just blasting through some of these houses. That's a good point. I will say this: <laughs> Will Luca get any flack if he posts constant Fortnite stuff after losses? Yikes! Not from us. Not from us. I don't care. Let me check the but Instagram will, right now. See will if, he? If will he get it? Will he? No. But do you think he would get it from fans? I can already see fans, aka over the age of thirty-five, um, <laughs> that are that would say, "Oh my gosh, how could he lose by twenty points and be playing Fortnite later on?" Blah 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 blah. Like he's supposed to watch tape for you know until three o'clock in the morning <laughs> or something. I I don't think that'll happen because this is not football. You know okay. what I mean? Like th- th- that's more of a football thing for people to do because it's a one one game a week kind of thing, and yeah, that's more of a football take I think than a basketball one. Okay, um, that's my opinion on that. My whole thing is like Harrison Barnes will be back. You know, Dirk will eventually come back. Like I just think that we're we've we, like these games. I can't. I'm just gonna be straight with you. I can't speak anything on Wesley Matthews right now. So Wes had um, Wes had two post attempts that he that he converted. They were nice. I think Wes's post <laughs> post game is still positive. Uh, I think that his his stop and pop shots are good. I don't think it, he. It's sad that he's the best three. He should be the best three point shooter, and he just can't put. He can't have any movement. There just can't be any movement on these shots. He has to be set and and a spot up shooter. Yes. That's a great way to put it. It's very sad. Uh, so there was a Carlisle uh, post game or uh, Carlisle in the middle of the the game. Um, uh oh. <laughs> um, man, I need <laughs> to find this. Okay, give me another positive thing, and let me try to find this because what Carlisle said in the middle of this game is going to make you laugh so hard. Um, look at Nancho's tells uh, Dwayne Price Mavs.com. We have eighty one games to go. So I'm not worried, uh, but I think we played a really bad game and we were close. So we have to work on our defense. Now that that was something. Now Luca brings up a good point right there. There was a point when they cut it to four that I was about to tweet. If the Mavericks win this game, this will be the ugliest win. Yeah, they've had in a long time because they did not deserve to win that game because that was just. I mean, it was a brutal game all the way around. And if they they were they were just four points away from that. So. 
at that point before you know Devin Booker went supernova. But okay, this isn't super positive, but uh, this is what Carlisle said. It was the it was the um I think it was the second quarter. It was in the middle of the second quarter, and this is a timeout. <laughs> they went to Carlisle, and uh, this has to do with with Wes. We gotta stop settling for step back shots. Step back shots are tough. Um, we gotta stop settling for step back shots. Who, who takes and then he then he crunches his nose and goes, "Step back shots are tough." <laughs> now we'll say Luca. Luca took uh, you know a couple step backs too. Uh, it was definitely directed at Luca. A lot of that. It was directed at Luca, Wes, and Dennis. Those are the three people that it was directed at. For sure. But no, just, I mean, listen, they, Devin Booker is a top 10, top eight scorer in the league. Yes. And I mean, he's going to continue to get better. They, when they cut it to four, you know, this is where it looks like when you have a player like that, that you can get the ball and say, go win me this basketball game. And I mean, that was just, that was the big difference, you know, the biggest difference maker, but like. I don't think the Mavericks are going to shoot this, you know, shoot this bad. You know, again, like this is not going to be an overnight thing as far as them hitting only 10 three-pointers. And the other Um, team hitting 19. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. I think they'll shoot better if we're finding points that I think is guaranteed to happen, you know, whatever. I think Dennis Smith Jr., this will be his worst game of the season. Harrison Barnes is coming back. It's a good start. And they're going (laughs) to (laughs) – and they're gonna shoot, you know, shoot better from three point land. Those are my three points of positivity. Two things that I can't guarantee: I can't guarantee you that they're gonna be an elite defensive team, and I can't guarantee you that Wesley Matthews is gonna be a lot better than what he was tonight. But we have to up his trade value. We can't be talking about him like that. They're they're opposing GM. Oh, best three D player in the league. Listening to our podcast right now, I'm like, man, these guys. Really hey, shout out to Doris West. Burke. These guys. Shout out to Doris if you're listening right now because Dor- Doris was not on the broadcast, but uh, she followed at Lockdown Mavs yesterday. And uh, right, let it us made just say, day. guys like Brent Berry, Doris Burke, they have openly said on broadcasts and stuff before that they have they listened to Lockdown Mavericks Network. I mean, not Lockdown Mavericks, <laughs> Lockdown <laughs> the Lockdown Network. When they go, when they're about to call games or they're researching games, they'll go to the Lockdown podcast for that team and listen to their podcast to you know get a feel for what's going on in the team and all that different stuff too so doris followed us on twitter today and we're like all right cool like so no 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 no, no, no. we didn't do that we were like oh doris (laughs) we love doris oh we do love doris doris you can replace mark jackson any day of the week just please just take reggie's seat too you can call every game both networks (laughs) I'll pay and I'll I'll pay for ESPN Plus if you just like <laughs> if you just take it over. Yeah, can we have a Doris only feed? <laughs> Add that as part of ESPN Plus that you can call any game and sign me up. You'll we, get so many. We have subscribers. so many options of so many other things, but we can't have we can't have multiple you know announcers for games. I know, I know. I wish we could figure out a way for you and I to call games, but oh, now, that would be so great. Now we're in different states. Someday. Someday in the future. Someday we'll figure it out. Nick uh, and I have a bunch of like these like random goals and dreams in life that we like. Oh man, it'd be cool. If we should we yeah, should pull this day, off. We should try this, and we just the live was stream was one of those things though, and we we figured that out. Yeah, and I'll be coming soon. Wait, what? L- live stream will be coming soon. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do another one this week. Yeah, sometime in the next couple of days, guys. First home game, the circus is coming to town. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Butler and the Timberwolves are uh, coming to Dallas uh, <laughs> on Saturday for the first home game. So it's you know it gives us two days. Thursday and Friday, these next two days, fans are going to be freaking out. Fans are already freaking out. I already seen tweets tonight saying, "Hey, I'm googling the draft odds. Uh, I'm already starting <laughs> to look up draft prospects. I'm looking up tape. Zion of the Mavs. <laughs> Zion looking Williamson hitting half court shots for the Mavs next year." Did you see Yahoo Sports tweet out and say that he's the next Steph Curry? Could he be Steph Curry with a LeBron body? 
That was such a joke. That was such a joke. I don't care. No, don't it was a heave. Like it wasn't like he was actually hitting a set shot. Stop. It was a heave. That was a joke from Yahoo. I enjoy Chris Haynes, but besides that, Yahoo. Um, <laughs> wow. Real quick, I know this is like super random, but did you read Chris Haynes on Kevin Durant, that story? No, he I don't that KD? he's going to be gone. He talked to KD about free agency and all this stuff. And this is the whole thing. And KD's pretty much pissed to say, stop asking me about it, blah, 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 blah. But he said the Knicks and Lakers and Clippers are preparing to make this you know, run for him. Duh, we knew that. Yeah. But he adds this note in there. Sources tell me. Tell me if I'm crazy for thinking that this is crazy. Sources tell me, tells Chris Haynes, that the Clippers will send multiple personnel to several Warriors games this year to watch Kevin Durant. What the heck do you need to know about Kevin Durant at this point? Also, what do doesn't, you that need ha- to- doesn't that just happen? What do you need to scout him for? There like, are-, are you seriously trying to decide if you want to chase him or not? Like, if he wants to come to your team, you're, he's just going to come. Like, you're going to open the doors for him. Also, there are always scouts of different teams that are on, that are, that are watching games. Watching. <laughs> like, the Mavericks have this in the AAC, in the north, no, southwest corner. I can't remember. Uh, the opposite corner of where the maniacs are. The opposite corner of the, that's usually where I used to sit uh, for media. They have some media seats there, but a lot of that is for scouts. That's where uh, Victor Vialba does the Spanish play-by-play and all that stuff, those two rows right there. If you look, a lot of those guys that are sitting there are scouts for other teams. If you walk by that area, and you can, you walk by and there's little, like, like like name plate there that says, like, Brooklyn Nets or Oklahoma City Thunder, or, you know, teams that are, that are sending their guys that, Come and scout these teams. Yeah, it happens all the time. Part also, uh, anyway. Ryan Brokoff's retweeting a lot of. If you at Ryan Brokoff right now, he's going to retweet something that you that you send to him. I uh, would too. NBL facts. He retweets them. And they said not only did Ryan Brokoff become the twentieth Aussie to play in the NBA, but he set a record as the fastest Aussie to score. Wow. Forty-seven seconds of playing time before Brokoff scored. <laughs> the next closest was a minute four for Dave Anderson, three minutes seven with Luke Schoenster, three minutes and 32 seconds from Ben Simmons, four mm. minutes and 57 seconds from Dante Exum, and six minutes and four seconds for Andrew Bogut. He became the f- fastest player to be subbed out after making his first point. <laughs> <laughs> and missing his two subsequent threes, and then he's like, Carlisle was done with them. And never saw a court again. All right, guys. That's us. Ram- I hope you enjoyed us rambling about this game. I know you guys have a lot, have lots of thoughts. So we'll probably do, we'll we'll do a live stream soon. Maybe we'll do one tomorrow. Yeah, sometime in the next couple of days. We have two days uh, until the next uh, home true. game. Well, actually, days. yeah, you're listening to this on Thursday or Thursday morning probably. And uh, so yeah, we'll get we'll get some too. You get us every day. You hear from us literally every day. Tim so. Cato just tweeted this. DeAndre Jordan asked about Aiton's debut. I like Luca. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's I'd so say funny. that too. Whenever, oh, never, okay, that's so funny. Oh man! All right, guys, there you go. <laughs> now, now it's just us reading Twitter at this point. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Oh.